Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 498, The Kitchen. Quickly approaching. 500. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess we won't do our regular introductions because there's two <laughs> regulars and one becoming a semi-regular. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Kevin's out of town. And uh, I think he's out of town. He just said he wouldn't be here. Did he say what he was doing? I think he's in Branson. Oh, okay. So he's not really out of town. But it's it's yeah. out of St. Louis. I would make fun of him for going to Branson, but like I think we're going to go over Christmas, so <laughs> he gets a pass because only I, only because I'll get then it'll get I'll get made fun absolutely. of. Absolutely, I don't want yes. that. Uh, <laughs> I've never been to Branson. Thirty-seven years old, and I was like, "No, I'm good." I think Branson's logo, slogan. Sh- I think Branson's logo slogan. There Dude, we go. I like slogan. Yeah, I know. Trademark real spoilers. I think Branson's <laughs> slogan should be Branson. It's not as bad as you think. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to say it. You got to go up an octave. Sure, sure. It's not as bad as you yeah, think. It's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I think. So I like it. I like it. You have Joe. Isn't that have... where they have all the the uh, like hillbilly signs though? Yeah, that that's I, could, what... I could do without that. <laughs> I think that went away though. I think that went out of business, <laughs> which is weird to think in such a red state. That <laughs> sure. That, that <laughs> like that... I don't know. We thought should probably they... get rid of that. <laughs> thought they were kind of having a <laughs> second moment, but oh no, they're having a moment. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I should also say that. Good. So Crystal is sitting in. That's my wife. Ta da! So be nice to her. And, uh, not, not, no. I know. I just yeah. meant the listeners. Oh, <laughs> but uh, so she they saw. They were the very movie. nice the last time they, I was here. They were. They were very nice. And so, what were you on? What was it? Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. No. I mean, she did do that one. There was another movie like you. You guys. Didn't we were have short somebody, somebody and like, she sat in. Yeah, and but, it was kind of last minute. Like I was about to get on the bike, and it was like, oh, oh, okay, I'm doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> she happened to go. She hardly ever goes to screens with me, and she happened to go to this one. I because she's a woman, it's got kitchen in the title. Totally get it. Do you? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so she was like, oh, wow. let's. That should have been. Was that the slogan and for this I'm movie? Done. That was. The, <laughs> that was the slogan for this movie. That should have been like that would have been a great. And I, it's now I'm like maybe it was, and I'm forgetting. But like <laughs> a woman's place is in the kitchen. Like how great when with, with what the kitchen really is supposed sure. to be in this movie. Sure, that I, I think that would have opened the the door for yeah. stuff they don't want. I think, but it's like ironic. It's tongue in cheek. No, it's I get, like because they're running. The we kitchen, get it. You know, like that's yeah, yeah. We get it. Yeah, sarcasm doesn't always read well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, I've learned over the years. I've, that Key and Peele sketch uh, rings more and more true every day. Where they're just like, have oh. you seen that one where they, they they he misinterprets all of the texts? Right. Like oh. he, he's saying, he's like, they're very like uh, Peele is just like, yeah, dude, whatever. And he reads it like, whatever. Like, what yeah. do you mean, whatever? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, before we dig into the movie proper, we should probably do some shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, where you can go rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 
Real spoilers, and uh, while you're there, join the League of Show Sharers, uh, which is a subgroup where you can start conversations that will actually be seen, unlike on a page where it just gets posted on some side thing and nobody ever sees it. We've so, had, some, we've had uh, hopefully they're not Russian bots, but we've had a bunch of people <laughs> like kind of requesting to come back, come on in. So yeah, we feel uh, free to do so. We do our best to vet them to make sure that <laughs> we they're do. Not Russian yeah. bots. I try to look at like, like the day. Are they Japanese j- bots okay? Because you well, seem- I mean, the, the, the <laughs> Russian ones are the ones that we got to worry about. At this Japanese point. <laughs> invented. <laughs> I can't turn down a Japanese bot. I was just understanding the rules. I mean, you know, like typically thought... it's Japanese bots and Chechen hookers. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we get. Yeah, usually if if it, if it says that you just joined Facebook in right. 2017, decline. Even that, but, but like some of them are like really like it's like they joined like two days ago. Right. Like no, like, nope. no, 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 no. You joined in 2007. I'll yeah. allow it. I, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think somebody's like, I listened to real spoilers. I loved it so much, I joined Facebook. <laughs> and if that's the case, Zuckerberg, you owe us some money. Yes. Yeah. So uh, while you're there, you can also join the League of Show Sharers, which is very simple. Uh, you just share the show. And so people who were kind enough to share the show with friends and family this week were uh, Librarian Cynthia, Susan Carlson, uh, Gabriel Lugo, Jason Weesey, Tom Comiskey, Chris Sanders, Julianne Jordan, Griffin Fox, Smith, Tammy Sherman Powers, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Travis Tewitt, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Zara Vandercreek. I was just going to ask. Uh, that's always is. a fun one yeah. to say. Yeah. Uh, Timmy Tuzoons, Chris Magic Man, Ralph Tribble, Ron Johnson, Dylan A. Lang, Glenn Brewer, uh, Lane Levanway, Brent Smith, and Nick Scott. So thank you very much for Absolutely. helping uh, can, let other people know. Can about I just us. say hi to Laura? That's so cool. Laura Conley Quinn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she listens you know? to the clip out. Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> She's like, a Peloton user. Yeah, so, yeah. So, Crystal and I have a podcast about the world of Peloton. Oh, trust me, Tom. I hear about it all the time. <laughs> and, uh, well, the listeners might not be aware. And so, um, so yeah, Laura Connolly Quiddick drifted in. That's awesome. From the clip out. So. She, she came from the clip out to yeah, real spoilers? Yeah. Oh, great. Yes. All right. So, I guess it's so, working out. For her, I'll take one. When okay. worlds <laughs> collide. So, if Power Man 5000 is dropping anything. <laughs> and that's really the only thing they can't it really do, is yeah <laughs> so uh there that's all that i guess uh, let's dig into the kitchen what it's so for anybody that this is a comic book movie yes like this is based off have of you a, read this i have i have not uh it's fine it i, I think the comic re- plays a little bit better it was a sh- you know it's a, i think it was like a six to eight issue run yeah so it's a little mini uh but it's interesting that they have started kind of to mine the vertigo books like this is this is a vertigo series that uh post uh karen berger like after karen berger left they tried to kind of revamp that whole adult only's line right um and this was one of those books and when i saw this announced i was like that's funny there's a comic book by the same name and i was like oh it is oh, the it comic is that. book. yeah that's exactly what it is was it like inspired by a superhero or something no so vertigo uh is kind of like the adults imprint okay. so they would do stories that they couldn't do in the standard DC Universe gotcha. that so were like, like a little too like not even necessarily when we say adult dirty just like but edgy. just edgy yeah or just, mature yeah just or they would have like darker slower yes. builds to their stories right. and the art was a little bit more esoteric it wasn't like boom pow no yeah and it was, <laughs> it was like it, I mean it was Constantine and Swamp Thing and Preacher Sandman, and Sandman. okay like, uh, like Sandman kind of is what forced them into the Vertigo world okay. uh, yeah. Sandman started as a DC imprint and around what issue Swa- seven, it was that and eight, Swamp Thing yeah both. Around issue seven or eight, it switched to Vertigo, right, yeah. and it was like between that and Swamp Thing, they were both pretty dark. They were doing some, they were doing some heavy stuff. Yeah, like Swamp Thing. Like when you read the plot of Swamp Thing, you would think there's no way this could be <laughs> yeah, right. a smart comic book <laughs> for grown ups. It's a it's Correct. a scientist who got covered in muck and then became the Swamp Thing. Yeah, that <laughs> deals very, with yeah. grown up issues. It, but and it's, then Alan Moore took over and we're like, oh, yeah, we're going somewhere with this. Right. And it's completely and, off the rails. Yeah. And in then, a good way. Right. Yeah, and then Constantine a, spun out of that. It right. Did, yeah. And so they also had these three kind of books that were nothing like anything else. And I think I always thought, like, didn't Gaiman push back? Like, they wanted him to include some DC characters in Sandman. And, like, he did it. You'd see it at the very early part. They did that in Swamp Thing as well. And it was just dumb. Yeah. And it was, and they were like, this, there is no place for mandatory crossovers. <laughs> there was, an, these, I think there's an issue books. of Swamp Thing where he, sh- like, Batman shows up, and it's very jarring. Because you're like, wait a minute. Like, why is. <laughs> 
why is Batman in this? I don't like this at all. Yeah. And he's not. It's not like the nine eighty nine Batman. It's the seventies Batman with like the great bright gray, gray and blue, and, blue oh, and yellow. Yeah. Okay. And like, then you contrast that with the what the style was. But so yeah. So this is it's based on that. Uh, but I'm trying to think. It was Ming Doyle, I think, was the artist, and the writer was uh, Ollie Masters. Just to give them the the credit that they are due. Uh, so yeah, this story is based in the seventies, and I, I got to tell you, I loved the opening credits. Like I love the old throwback, yeah, new line logo and the Looked Warner like Brothers it was straight logo. off of VHS. Yes, and, yeah. yeah. So that was when F- Nightmare on Elm Street came out. That was their logo. Yeah, it's exactly what it looked like. Hmm. Uh, so it's based. It sets in the seventies in Hell's Kitchen, and we've got uh, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Melissa McCarthy. This is why Kevin's not on the show. Oh, the, the Melissa McCarthy. I Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> I, I actually have that in common with. Do Kevin. you really? Yeah, I, I I don't have hatred for her. Oh, his is like. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not that deep, but spewing it's spewing venom. I I she she does get on my nerves. Do you, or is it be, is it the ones where she does it with her husband, or is it this? I don't think oh, she pays enough I attention. Have no enough. clue. <laughs> she's <laughs> just uh, she's just like I don't like that all of her characters that seem to resonate with popular culture are all like really ditzy and How dumb. How did you feel about her in this? And uh, I actually, I liked it. I thought it was going to be terrible. When I heard it was Tiffany Haddish and her, I was afraid they were going to make this into a comedy. That's where I thought this was going and I was like oh, I don't <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> and that is not what happened. No, no. no I do think there are some scenes where the tone gets a little lighter. Like I, it does. You know, like I, I think f- they need to do that, though. I, yeah. I would agree with that. I would agree with both those things. And Elizabeth Moss, who are our, our three main characters, and they are all either married or involved with men who are part of the Irish mob in Hell's Kitchen at this time. And also, I was like, well, where's Daredevil? <laughs> if we're going to Hell's <laughs> Kitchen, Vertigo's DC. Vertigo's DC. Come on, I get Joe. it, but still, it's just like you of all people <laughs> should not. Be I, asking I also feel that like question. DC shouldn't make books set in Hell's Kitchen. Like well, it, it's just, a real place. Yeah, it's true. It is. Um, <laughs> Although, because it's Vertigo, right? Because DC, that's the other education for Crystal. So DC used fake towns right. that oh. represented the real counterparts. Okay. Metropolis, Gotham, okay. Coast so, City, Central gotcha. City. Right. So yeah. Metropolis and Gotham are both New York. Did you know they're across the bay from each other? Yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. I'm totally making that up. That's from BVS, where they're just like, oh, no, they're right across the bay. Is that, oh, is that yeah, what it was? Like, oh, man, that's why it's in my head. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, but, Gotham and Metropolis are kind of like Metropolis is kind of like the futuristic, clean, shiny, all everything good that New right. York represents. And Gotham is like what it really is. Gotham in seventy seven. Yeah, Gotham <laughs> is like is like New York in Serpico. Yes, okay. exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. I always thought Chicago was Gotham and New York was Metropolis, but th- that has been debunked. Where they said it's there, it's it's both. Like yeah, it's it's both New it's both sides of New York. Are those cities? But they refer to New York sometimes as Gotham. They do, and so I was like, "How could you think it?" You know, just the way it looks. I think I think the Nolan stuff kind of added to and, that. And he... it's weird to think because there's other cities that represent other right real cities, right. and so like it's weird to have one that represents two. But New York is it is what it is, and that's why it's New York, New York, right? It's two cities, two cities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. So uh, I mean, the the premise of this movie is fairly simple. It's not uh, there's no there's one twist. That honestly, I didn't see coming, and I was like, "Oh man, okay." So I, I read the book after I saw the movie. Okay, yeah, and, and I, I was like, "Okay," I did not see it coming either. Really? Yeah, and which and says it, a lot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think some of it was because I didn't think the movie was like going sm- that smart enough. <laughs> and um, but, I agree. But I agree. Also, like, uh, it revolved what it resolved what I thought was was poor writing. Yep, and and which. Is good and bad because when it resolves what you think is poor writing that hap- that kind of the whole movie hinges on, yeah. you spend the bulk of the movie thinking that was really poorly written. And then they and, f- fix it. And, you're and like, then oh. they fix it. And they clearly fixed it in a way that wasn't someone at the end thought, oh, we need to address this, throw in a line of dialogue. Like, right. The whole movie hinged on that. And but but it. It does the film. They do themselves a disservice because you spend the movie thinking, well, that would never happen. Yeah, right, right. What are we we doing here? Yeah. So uh, the the three we find, you know, there's three different relationships. So you've got 
uh, Melissa McCarthy and her husband, who are a very loving relationship. Like it's she knows what she married into. She accepts what she married into. Right. Like when he says, "I got a thing," she's like, "Okay." Like he only careful. hits her when she's got it coming. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's Unlike what, Elizabeth Moss, that's what husband. passes for loving <laughs> in he, a mob relationship. At least he year. was. He never put hands on her. Like, right. He yeah. seemed, like they he, seemed like that was a legit happy relationship. It didn't seem like uh, you know the the two from Goodfellas. Right. You know what I'm right. saying. Uh, and then you've got Elizabeth Moth and her husband who are not functional. Like no. she's already got like the the second we see her, she's got a massive gash on her face from where he put hands on her. And then you've got Tiffany Haddish and her husband uh, who it's an interracial marriage, which I mean th- that in the 70s in a hardcore Irish family. Right. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, that was tough anywhere in the 70s. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. And it's not always easy now, but it, it was. Way. It's way easier now yes. than it was then. Yes, uh, especially and, as part of the mob. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> the, yeah. the Irish Catholic boy, especially yeah. when they're all about. You don't bring in an outsider, right? Big so, time, big time. Yeah. Um, and I do like. I I appreciate the fact that they give you those three very different relationships. Yeah. With these three different women, was this character black in the comics? I don't think so. I don't. Be- mm. You just read it. I thought. Yeah, but <laughs> but like the the art style is. He doesn't see color. Yeah. I don't see <laughs> The art style is she Ming Doyle has a very distinct art style and it's kind of hard to tell. Gotcha. Uh, like what nationality they're supposed to be. Right. Okay. Uh, but but, it, it, she but never, it's a major plot point in the film. It is. So I'm is pretty it a sure plot point in the comic. Yes. Well, then she must. have. Yeah, she must have been. Uh, I literally just like like was like trying to yeah. burn through it last night to get to <laughs> make sure perused. I yeah. he didn't read. I got a, I got the plot points. <laughs> well, okay, he's looking at it just for the pictures, but right, but, <laughs> but the but pictures would answer the question <laughs> if she's black in this or not. Yes. <laughs> uh, so you've got like I the 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 line where he's like it's also he marries the, Kevin, who is the Tiffany Haddish's husband. Also feels super racist, you know. Like he kind of he calls her. I guess he calls her lazy, and uh, I think yeah. he may use the term like "you people." I don't remember that, but I, I do remember the lazy thing. He, but I kind of feel, felt like that was just that like asshole guy of that generation. Yeah, that could be. But I felt like in that same scene where he said "you people are so lazy," or maybe he just said "you people," or I, just said "you yeah. are lazy," because like she didn't get the right beer. Yeah, right. She, she didn't get yeah. Schlitz. And I was like, it's probably for the best that yeah. she didn't buy your Schlitz because that's gross. <laughs> um, I really thought when they when they cut to her at the end of that scene, yeah, she should have been drinking a Schlitz. I agree, but she that, did drink a beer, but she, not that, she was not drinking a Miller, yeah, but, yeah. which <laughs> but, is also just as gross. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but she, but I thought it would have been great if she was like, she no, she that. actually got it, but <laughs> yeah, just, it's not for you, <laughs> not for you, but not for this guy. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so we the the husbands are going to do pull a, one last job. Because like I guess they're trying to break away or they're trying to start their own little thing in the Hell's Kitchen, uh, and as they're doing it, the the cops show up and it's Common uh, and some other dude and uncommon, uncommon. <laughs> and he, I mean, that other guy was fairly common, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Common is the uncommon, one. right? Uh, but like this is the scene where I was like, man, they're. They're getting their asses kicked like pretty easy. Like, what are we? That was exactly Tom's response. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, two F. They got the drop on F on two FBI agents. Were they? Were they the feds? Were they the? Yeah, yeah, they were the feds. And I was like, come on, right? And they're like, maybe some low level cops. And I was just like, I guess that's why you wait for backup. (laughs) (laughs) But he had backup. Like that was his partner was the backup. It was way back. But they said (laughs) (laughs) they said they called for backup before they ran in. That's true. That's true. And so I was just like, I guess that's why you wait yeah. so you don't get your ass handed to you when you get to the door and they did and <laughs> yeah. i was like well that was right. but like even in that scene like his reaction was slow uh-huh. like yeah. and i was like how would he ever get the drop on this guy <laughs> like it's and so the you know, spoiler the film resolves that that yes. this guy is this fbi agent is is in with is is uh, is dirty yes and was letting this happen but correct he but set it all up. But you don't find that out until like Almost 20 minutes, end. 20 minutes from the end. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I think it might even be further than that. Yeah. And like, that's I mean, the, this yeah. movie also has the advantage. It, it It's an hour and 40 minutes. 
That was me, sorry. Yeah. Uh, which I appreciate. You right. know, like an hour 40. I don't. Like, uh, this isn't something I say very often. You I don't know. That, I think this movie needed to be longer. Interesting. In order to be better. Now, they definitely move. I don't think it will. I don't think being longer would have made it better because yeah. I like there were other things I also thought were substandard. Overall, like I found the film reasonably enjoyable. I thought it was fine. I did but, enjoy it. It was But a- yeah, like nothing I would ever revisit. Nah. I feel like it could have been something I would revisit. Um but I felt like they were you know, they were trying so quickly to get to things. And they did move real quick. Yeah, that, like, it started to kind of strain credulity where it was like... Ooh, good word. Thank you. Uh, uh, well, you know, I have a, well, strain was my word of the day on the ca- <laughs> my calendar. Um, I, I just think they, they got... They got places too quickly in the I story agree. that it just didn't seem plausible. When they like, start pulling down some serious cash, I was like, "Man, that was yeah." When yeah. they it happened in like twenty four hours, where he, people are okay with paying you already, right? And I guess it makes sense because I mean, they kind of allude to the fact that uh, Melissa McCarthy's character is known in the neighborhood, right? So, like, but for all the the kind of the take on like it's a very sexist time, yes, like. People were real quick to be like, "Yeah, I'll trust the lady mobsters." <laughs> who- I know, and they only had the the one guy or the two guys they at had the, the very guys, beginning. Yeah, but like, I don't know. They were very quick to be. But at the same time, like, if you're paying dirty people to keep you safe and they're not keeping you safe, like, who cares? And, and then That's I was also, point. I was also like, "Why are you guys paying anybody?" <laughs> like, I don't even well, understand that. Well. <laughs> so you don't pay, yeah. and then your and windows then get busted out, or right. which seemed to be happening anyway. That was the, that's <laughs> so that is in any mob movie that is always a point of contention is like either you pay us and we may or may not show up and this will happen or you don't pay us and we'll do it to you anyway. Um so yeah, so they the the three husbands go to jail. They're just like we'll be out in 2 days. Well, they get sentenced to 3 years three or years, something. Yeah. And now the you've got uh, little Jimmy, which I was just like oh Jimmy Jr. maybe it was that was his name. The other guy Jackie, who ta- Jackie, little Jackie, little Jackie there we go. who takes over. Uh I got to say the the gal that plays little Jackie's mom, I guess. Uh, was on Justified. She's a fantastic actress. I she think is. She may have won. She may have gotten an Emmy for something else. I don't know, but, but she's I amazing. hated her so much. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, it's, it's crazy because on Justified, she kind of plays a similar character, but there are moments where you're just where you are sympathetic for her, but overall, you're like, no. And she's Kevin's mother. You said I'm Jimmy. sorry. Yes, yeah. Kevin's mother, but she's, like she's she's, she's kind little of Jackie's mom too. Yeah, aren't Kevin and little Jackie brothers? They must be. I think they are because she's in charge of the like she's basically in charge of the. Family. Oh, I didn't get yeah. that they were brothers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Oh, this is oh, this is Margot Martindale. Yes, from BoJack Horseman. Oh, really? <laughs> they, Which I, I didn't realize that she was on. That. She's a running gag on BoJack Horseman. <laughs> he uses her for for his when he needs people to help him with like. Uh, like tricking people, and he they, like they bring her and in. they bring her in, like like, and then it'll be like, oh no, it wasn't really this person. <laughs> it was, it was esteemed character actress Margot Martindale. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> like it's so random. She's fa- she's fantastic. Yeah, and she she and does if you haven't watched BoJack Horseman. Is that is that the Will Fer- not the, Will, the Will, Will Ferrell Arnett? Will Arnett? Yeah, sorry, yeah. Will Arnett. Yeah, all right. And it it's funny. it's on Netflix, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's funny and surprisingly dark and touching. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, yeah. It's uh, but yeah, she she plays kind of like the head of this family, the the unofficial head of this family, where no deals or anything go down without her say so. So she's basically giving the go ahead for little Jackie to give Melissa McCarthy, uh, Tiffany Haddish, and Elizabeth Moss like pittance, basically. Uh, so all the three ladies get together and like look. We got nothing. And so we have got to do something to get more money and or to figure this out. So they all kind of go and have a meeting with little Jackie and like the the little Irish mob and little. It's weird. Like there's a little Jackie's character does a weird turn. So like when they're at the bar after uh, the sentencing goes down and their husbands are in jail, little Jackie is very nice to them. Right. And cordial. But as soon as they come back, he was he's like. He's going full Ray Liotta. Yeah, he's very he like over the big, top. A of that big scene. jump. Yeah, and I was like, "What? Are we, all right, like I'm fine with the big jump. Like if that's what we're doing, that's fine." But it was really over the top. Really over. The, he was. He loved that. That scenery tasted real good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, it tasted he, awesome. He like tripled their budget. <laughs> yeah, right. and, they, and we should probably say so. Like they were going to take care of. They were going to pay 
the wives yes. so they could still support themselves. Because it means they didn't, they didn't work. Like, they yeah. were stay-at-home. Right. right. They took care That's of the why it was called makers. the good old days. <laughs> oh. Man, when I'm, the women didn't work, I'm that was glad, the good old days. I'm glad oh, she's, I'm well, glad that's, that's nice yeah, to I know. Yeah, I say that. I'm to glad the, she's your wife, the one that makes more money. <laughs> I, I was uh, like, uh, well, let's let's sit down and discuss this, <laughs> shall we? So, uh, <laughs> um, but but he's bad at his job, and collections are down. Right, right. And so they don't get very much money. Exactly. And they, they excuse me. Sir, can we get some extra but cash? We'd like to eat and yeah. pay the rent. And he goes off. Yeah. And he was like, and she even said, she's like, I'll do the collections for you. And he was like, no, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Just go. I mean, he goes, he goes like Al Pacino in 88 minutes crazy. Right. <laughs> you know, like, uh, so finally they just, they sit down and they're just like, you know what? We're just going to take it upon ourselves to do this. They have, a, and it's interesting. Tiffany Haddish is really the, uh, Tiffany Haddish and Elizabeth Moth are the two that kind of have a character arc in this. Uh, where Melissa McCarthy kind of stays level. I don't know. I feel like she has a... She gets balls. Yeah. I mean, I think her character arc is that she goes from happy homemaker to being like, no, I do want to run this, and I enjoy... Right. You know... She does do... She pulls some stuff at the end of this movie. I was like, that's... Yeah. That's hardcore. Like, that's that's the way that's going to go down. Right. But, uh, okay. Uh, So they decide to start going around to these places and start asking, like, look... If you you're paying little Jackie X amount of dollars to take care of you, he's not taking care of you. If you pay us, we'll make and sure I, this I is feel okay. like there's something that's cut out because they even allude to the fact that, like, pay us the money and we'll make sure that Jackie gets paid. Like, no, they said they'll make sure that anything you owe Jackie will go to Jackie. They didn't say they were going to pay him every ah. week. It was only the part that they owed Jackie for that week. But so. they would still owe money theoretically going forward. I thought I, I was with Crystal is that. I thought you it was no a one long, time. You, you like, will take care of your back due balance with Jackie, but everything else after that is coming to us. us. But where were they got the money to take care of that? It's not like they had freaking contracts. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like, I think and they that didn't they do would, it anyway. It was kind of a lie. Right. So I think they were. Yeah, I. That's they would say that. Be like, look, we got you, and yeah. then they wouldn't do it. Right. Um. So my one of my favorite scenes is the scene with the old woman in the restaurant. <laughs> and the old man yeah like, i thought that, that was, was great where she they go in and she was just like they pay you know he pays him whatever he's like ah it was like typical old man where he's just like yeah. ah whatever it reminded me of the old couple in the princess bride yeah oh absolutely <laughs> yeah, max. totally totally Miracle max. <laughs> yeah. so they start making some waves and like people are like little jackie's going around to collect and they're saying like we've already paid. we've already paid we paid the the girls and so uh i think little this is when Okay, so they, they tune up uh, the two people that they have working for. So they two guys from the Irish mob come with them. And then all, I do like this scene, too, where like the two guys are sitting at a bar. Two guys come in from behind them, and the guys are just like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. And they get the bejesus beat out of them. And then they kind of say, like, look, we can't do this. <laughs> like, this is this is not what I signed up. Like, it was fine. And apparently the, the big bald guy and Melissa McCarthy are cousins. So they're just kind of like, look. Family, and, family all that. and all that. But I don't feel like getting punched in the face anymore. So they have to go back to little Jackie. This is where. Um, so Elizabeth Moss is taking out the trash and she's attacked by little Jackie. Well, first he threatens her. They're in the bar. That's right. And that's they have right. The that's confrontation, right. Confrontation. That's when Tiffany Haddish is like, I told you you wouldn't do anything. And then and this then is, they go see the mom. Right. Right. See, and right. This scene played weird to me. What do you the scene in the bar or the, in the in the bar? Yeah. Because Tiffany Haddish is like, see, I told you he wouldn't do nothing, which I thought they were trying to bait him. That's what I thought. And to, to hit over, a woman. To, yeah. And then they he would overreact and they would take him down and now they would have secured their place of power. Right. But that wasn't what happened, which then made me or think. Or maybe he didn't bite. Or that there was some sort of conversation that we missed beforehand that either explained that she didn't think he was he that man enough to do something right or that they were trying to bait him and it didn't work mm. and but like i just her tone it felt seemed, like something got cut her tone seemed very different from the other two ladies tones but but we know what's coming right you know Does, what i mean so I, what he's saying is at the end does that kind of resolve itself no that, not really okay yeah. i feel i feel like we know what's coming with her and her character yeah so i feel like this is kind of the the seeds are being planted that she's not going to put up with any bull yeah you know what i mean right and then it, it gets even more like that when they go see the mom. Right. And she's kind of standing up for it. And the the mom's kind of like, I mean, you can try to do this. I don't know what you're going to do in three years when they get out, but good luck. Um, so then Elizabeth Moss is p- taken out of the trash and she's attacked. And little Elizabeth Moss's character, 
is starts off very mousy and uh, timid and obviously she's been abused so she's got you know she's got some PTSD going on well all of a sudden uh, as little Jackie is about to rape her his like this is the first act of violence where I was like okay this is a mob movie yeah (laughs) like when his brains are legitimately blown out the front of his face onto her onto her yeah and there's Domal Gleason and I was like oh I didn't all right cool let's I forgot he was even in this movie uh and the blonde guy the blonde guy yeah Gabriel (laughs) okay who is crazy pants apparently yes uh he kind of like steps up and he protects her and they start to uh, engage in a relationship centered around bloodlust. Yeah, so he's yeah, like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that went a whole different way. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, Mickey and Mallory are in this movie. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Mickey and Mallory. Wow, well done. <laughs> yeah, I always forget that that was a thing. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know what we're talking about. It's Nick. family ties. No, oh, no, that's no. Nick and Mallory. Mickey and oh. Mallory. Right? Am I getting the names wrong? Mickey and Mallory were natural born killers. Oh, oh, I think you are right. Okay. Okay. I yeah, don't know yeah. their names. Yeah, Nick, it was Nikki and Mallory. Was what I was like. Yeah, it was. Did Nick, they go Nick, off? Nick. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole like, version of Nick. Family Ties yeah. were you watching? <laughs> the, that one. Apparently. Yeah, it was, uh, it was Mafia Family Ties. Yeah. <laughs> they just disappear for a while, and all of a sudden you start seeing their pictures on the news as to what happened to <laughs> Nick and Mallory. Um, so yeah, so they Domhnall Gleeson kind of like walks them through how to cut up a body. And I do like that. It, it, this is another like character moment where Melissa McCarthy, like, there, he's like, you got to cut here, and this breaks here, and then you da da da. And then Melissa McCarthy's like, I'm gonna go. Like, this is super gross. But Elizabeth Moss kind of like kneels down beside him, and she was like, Can I? Can I pop his lungs? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Yeah, absolutely. Take this. It's, it's sharper. Uh, so now Elizabeth Moss is kind of getting. She's the. She is becoming the enforcer of this trio, yeah. uh, and loving it, and every second of it. And and this is what we're talking about, where things pick up quickly, where they are making yeah, lots they, of ways. They establish their presence or ownership of Hell's Kitchen very quickly. Yes. Quickly enough that, like, it doesn't feel plausible. No. And I really felt like this would have been better served by being, like, a season of television. I absolutely agree. There, a lot of these Vertigo books, I don't, with the exception of, like, no, not even that. I think they lend themselves better to television yeah uh i don't i don't think you can tell a constantine story a constantine story in a movie that will do it justice right you know and swamp thing and swamp uh, go watch that thing on the dc universe app like that show is fantastic. the show is like i'm not saying like if you can find the show somewhere else yeah i like, do just it not paying for the app i don't to, blame you yeah. at all because it's i mean it is what it is yeah. but like i paid for that show and that app's gonna crash and burn here yep. soon and they'll roll it into something else yeah it'll be on the warner brothers plus app i think so like yeah. i don't think that stuff's gonna no 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 they, no no that they overreached they did i don't and it was weird like i don't know what they were trying to get to like who are you who are you trying to compete with right now yeah i you know, like Disney, Disney announced it, but that was like the parent company. Right. It's not like Marvel was like, we have our own streaming service. We don't know what we're going to put on there. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think Marvel own... could have maybe pulled it off because they ah. have enough content yeah, and they could create, you know, and they, they have a track record of quality that DC doesn't have. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Um, but that Disney Plus app, I got to yeah. tell you, the tw- I told Leanne, I was like, so for twelve ninety nine, we get Hulu disney and espn plus and she was like no you don't how much is it if i don't get espn i don't that's the thing that i i don't even know what would be on espn plus that i would give a shh but i think they're gonna start showing the games and stuff on there but i just don't care about the games and stuff that but i mean even what do you pay for hulu's what seven bucks well i we pay 11.99 for ads free for ads free so it's totally like if you fancy I mean, so for an extra buck. Oh yeah, no, you get it's Disney. Well, as long as Hulu still doesn't have commercials. Oh, good point. Yeah, those bastards. Yeah, that's yes. how they get you. That's how they get you. So, uh, so yeah, so I feel like the Vertigo books lend themselves. Preacher, another prime example of that would never work as a movie. Right. That needed to be a TV show. Um, so yeah, there's they speed this up quickly. Where all of a sudden they're making money hand over fist, and they, you know, they're the the Irish guys are getting pissed, but now they're starting to like muscle in on. Uh, do we get to the Jewish guy? 
do they sit down with like they talk about like there's oh, a new it's, building it's because they go in they're they're like collecting their money they're getting their they're going around like building their little empire but they go in to talk to the union and the union's like do you guys deal with anybody that's else besides right. this street and that's when they go to the the jewish guy got it got it got it got it we also see there's also a little bit of contention between uh melissa mccarthy and her dad like where the dad's like man i this isn't how i raised you mm-hmm. like i raised you to be honest and she was like yeah but you know and then i do like where he's like that's your mom's side like that's your yeah. mom's people that's not that's not how we raised you i like how she calls him on it later when she he's does. like i'm just a union worker and i'm just i'm construction and i don't get involved in all this right. stuff and she's just like every job you've ever had has been because of this stuff yeah. you've been out of like, work for three you you are working because of me yeah yeah it was kind of bold. Yeah. yeah, she was. She was right. Well, but. if Crystal can cuss, I'm cussing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I cuss on my own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you also edit your own podcast. <laughs> sorry. Uh, don't. Be. Uh, but yeah, so they go see the, Actually, the rabbi. <laughs> I go see the. He, they go see the rabbi, and I do like where he immediately goes into like the super sexist. Like I can't be in. A room like he's got his niece there or something. Well, but that's also a religious totally legit tenant. Like yes. that's I mean, it's also rooted in sexism, but it's right. not. It is. It is a real thing, though, because like yeah. she was wearing a wig like a like the traditional Hasidic views or uh, Jews. They they do that. They have to they the have, women to cover have to their, cover is that, their. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I so they wear hair. So no. they wear wigs instead of having their hair. Exposed. Yeah. Because they no cannot idea. show their hair. Um, and we only learned about that because the Peloton podcast. We had a we had a. Um, an orthodox modern orthodox orthodox jew yeah on our podcast and Interesting. she explained i didn't know that either so yeah and Did she you. loves the bike because when you go to the gym you have to be modest so she would have to be covered head to toe you uh-huh. have to wear a skirt you have to wear like even, even while you're working yes out. yes if, if, if you're in are, public if there are now i guess it was they could go she to could a, go to an all-female all, gym on all-female gym and then dress you know however she wanted however she wanted but so like it the the bike has become very popular in that community because you can just do it in your home and wear whatever you want, right? Not have to worry about it. You don't but have she's to wear like, the wig. And she would even this. have to keep her head completely covered right. as she was working out, right? Which is extremely so she'd have leggings on, but then she'd have to have a skirt over the leggings. So it was very yeah. cumbersome. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it like struck a chord. That's why I remember that scene because okay. I was like, oh, good that they actually put that in. Interesting. Because that's important. I had no to that idea. Community. That's, yeah, that's legit and not legit. That sounds awful. It sounds <laughs> uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Um, so they kind of lay it out for him. They're like, look, you want to build this. We're fine with you building that, but you need to hire X amount, of, a, a percentage of workers come from the kitchen. And he was just like, no, right. like I, he's like, I pay Brooklyn. They were like, cool. How often have they been down here for you? Yeah. And she was just, they were just like, what, what, what? And I do like the line where she's like, you may pay, you may pay Brooklyn, uh, across the bridge, but right on the other side of that street. We're all criminals. Yeah. And it's like, this could go one of two ways for you. And basically, they do kind of like a Goodfellas shakedown where you see, like, they start dumping, like, rotten garbage in front of the jeweler. Uh, <laughs> That's and, understatement. It was gross. <laughs> <laughs> or they, like... I, I was gagging as uh, I was yeah, watching yeah. it. Uh, or they, they break into the, the jeweler and steal his stuff. And then finally, the guy the guy breaks down and is like, look, they are messed with, like, it is in our best interest I don't know what kind of power they have over there, but it's in our best interest to pay them, hire their workers, and we'll be good to go. And there's one guy who's like, and says no, and he's and like that he's outvoted basically. Uh, and then he gets blasted in the face, like somebody shoots him in the face. And I was like, it it is hard. One of the the charming things about this is a weird way to put this but the charming thing about the good about goodfellas or casino or the godfather is those characters are written and portrayed in a way where it's like yeah okay we know you're bad guys but we still kind of root for you well because they they keep the ecosystem very close in a in a in a good mob they're hitting movie. mob people and so like they're they're only hitting killing other people that have, have chosen to be in this right. world yes and sonny's a bad dude right but at the same time you're like oh man they killed sonny right because yeah. you, know? you you've you've picked a side yeah exactly right? the movie exactly. gives you a pov and you pick a side right and and uh because like they even address in the in the godfather when he kills the when he kills the police officer 
And oh, you know, the, he's like, the, I can't the kill the police. Yeah, he's yeah. a civilian. And they're like, he's a, and Michael's he's like, on the take. he's a dirty cop. Right. Like he's, you know, he's like, I, you know, I think a lot of the, you got people that work for the papers. I think they'd like a story about a dirty <laughs> cop who gets taken, you know, uh-huh. like it's like he's not a civilian. Right, like, right. Know? At and that I, point, you're just like, yeah, all right. And I think, yeah, I think that's more for the viewers than it is for the it other does. people in the movie. It's, it's so because the, then they become straight up villains. Right. And, it, and then that way, the, the, the people watching the movie, especially in 1972, are right. like, oh, I can't root for people who killed a cop. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like, oh, but he killed a dirty cop who yeah. who who was in bed with the mafia. Right. So he's one of them. And then that's the risk you take. You, you get the, you get the out. Yeah. But Where in this one, like that dude didn't do anything like he just said no. You know what I mean? Like he he said he didn't want but to do you it. You could also make the argument that they were already in bed with mobsters. They're yeah. they're dealing with Brooklyn. They're using. Brooklyn I guess for that's protection. true. But you also can then make the counter argument that they, you don't really get the option <laughs> no. to not pay protection. Yeah. yeah, and 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 it's not like they threatened him directly. Like they show. Like this is a, an example I think of what you were saying about the movie going too fast because they the the girls sit down with like the head guy. But they don't sit down with this guy, right? Like That's this true. guy you didn't necessarily know the what they were dealing, how with. deep they were in, or the ramifications of saying no. Because in his mind, he's like, I have to choose between two mobs, mob outfits. <laughs> yeah. I choose, I can choose between the one that we've been working with and we see is tough, or this new one that's run by women who's claiming to be tough. Right? right. Who would you pick? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think that's a fair point. Yeah. And so they don't ever, they don't show that portion of it that they sit down and have a conversation. I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, so they kill that guy, and then things get moving pretty quickly. They the the union gets behind Melissa McCarthy. It almost feels like they obviously they can't vote her as like the union president, but like if you know anything She's about kind of de facto, right, right. Yeah. She gave them jobs is really what it comes down to. She's definitely their hero. Yes, exactly. Uh, and it's interesting, like how often unions come up in mob movies. <laughs> like it's always um, a point of the like it's a it's yeah. a point like i feel like if you are writing a, a mafia movie whether it's the irish or the italian or whoever else union like look one of the things you need to put in here are the unions and so let's go ahead and do that well clearly uh jobs are uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's i think that whole score that new scorsese movie it's is all about is all about, about hoffa yeah, and, and the yeah. mobs uh there was one that was really good starring uh ray stevenson called kill the irishman okay that is insanely good that is basically all the same thing it's all centered on like dock jobs in cleveland or something yeah um so so then they they get things get rolling and then all of a sudden uh here when i saw this guy walking i was like this this effing movie with the stereotypical italian like as soon as i saw (laughs) as soon as i saw him walk around the corner i was like well that guy's from the italian mob (laughs) I know that look. Uh, <laughs> hey, at least he was a good guy. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it's true. For a killer. For a, for a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was a man of his word. Hey, that whole Italian mob was pretty dang respectful I got to tell you. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. ain't <laughs> kidding. You ain't. I was like, well, this is all right. Like, yeah. At least they weren't like complete, you know. Uh, so they he basically say like miss mr so-and-so would like a meeting with you and there i do like where she's like either this is going to go well or i'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like this could go one of two ways. Uh, so they go to the meeting and the the Irish, the 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 Italian mob boss kind of says, look, you've got this thing on lockdown there. Like, I, that's legit. I'm not going to say anything, but we want in. And of course, Tiffany Hash is like, no, like, this is our place. This is our thing. But Melissa McCarthy, who is kind of the voice of reason, is like, OK, what exactly do you want? And they want like 30 percent of the workers to come from Brooklyn and to be Italian. The other can take care of them, themselves. At the same time, we get a cut of the money, and also you get us as your protection. And they were just like, okay. Like, that seems yeah. like a re. He's like, the- I guess the other option was I kill all of you. Right. And I just take it all. Well, and he made a good point, too, that, like, when your husbands get out, that, you know, will be your protection. And they right. were like, well, our protection, our, our husbands aren't going to get out for two years. And he's like, yeah, just kidding. It's four months because <laughs> I'm more wired in than you guys right. are. I did like that line where he's like, I got more people than you. Yeah. And it's, you know, uh, and they so this is another problem they have to contend with where now the husbands are getting out and it, things they needed, may. They needed the, the cops and the judges that he. Correct. Carried in his pocket like so many nickels and dimes. <laughs> yeah. what a, I love that line. I so know. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So 
the husbands get out, uh, and it's kind. Of, so at this point, Elizabeth Moss and her and Donald Gleason have are, are in a relationship, and uh, she moves out of the apartment, and the husband kind of shows up back at her place with her, her new beau, and they kill that dude. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they the the husbands don't last long, uh, That's except true. except for Melissa McCarthy's who lasts longer the than longest? the rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they kind of say uh, there's been a hit put like the, the Italians kind of have another meeting. They say there's a hit on all three of you who put it out. Tiffany Haddish's husband puts it out. Uh, and this is I think to me, this is where her character does it. Like this is the 180 for her character. Yeah. Where she's like, that's it. I'm done. She has a sit down with her mom who like I had to, you know, basically says I had to beat the softness out of you. Right. Uh, so. At this point, now all hell's. But she, they go to the, the the Italian mob and they say, "Look, what's the what's the contract?" And they say it's like you know, five hundred grand or something. I was like, "That's no, wow. it was it was like a fifty grand. I it think was seventy five. It was twenty five each for a total of seventy five. No, it was seventy five each. And and I thought I thought it was twenty five each. But then she was like, "I'll give you a hundred. Maybe it was. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll give you. It was seventy. It was twenty five each for a total of seventy five. Then Tiffany Haddish says, "I'll give you a hundred take them all out yeah and they were like dunzo and but then, then melissa they... mccarthy freaked out because she was like hey why are you killing my husband right yeah. did, well she says did jimmy have anything to do with it and they were just like we got nothing on that guy but then they she also defends the, the simple the, kid yeah the young guy like colin. colin colin and they were just like look he's he doesn't want anything to do with She's this like, he's 19 he's like, just he's kind of dumb <laughs> so he's like just a just, stupid kid right just leave him alone they were like okay and they left that kid alone uh, that's foreshadowing. That yeah. is not a good move on her part. No. So they the the mob shows up. They take out Kevin. They take out the the gal that was sleeping with Kevin. Uh, <laughs> they take out. I guess uh, Elizabeth Moss kills her husband, and then they kind of just start wiping out this mob. And they say, "Look, either you're with us or you're not." And they're like, "Well, I guess we're with us. We're with you." To- well, you know, you. I think you forgot a part where Tiffany Haddish has her moment with the mom. That was the next part. Okay, but I go, thought that. Yeah, no, I, go well, for I thought it. it was just before they got out of prison, because. Uh, oh, maybe you're because right. Because the mom needed money. She came to Tiffany Haddish and asked for money. Yeah. And uh, Tiffany Haddish was like, "Let's go to dinner and discuss it." And she's like, "You're never going to give me." The, the mom was like, "You're never going to give me this money anyway." And she was like a complete bitch to her. Yeah, totally. Uh, and and I I feel like that's when we really saw her character change. We didn't know what it was really going to mean but that's yeah. that's when we saw who she really was because she takes her to this restaurant and uh the mom walks walks toward the steps and she's like it's all dark down there they're not even open and then tiffany haddish just shoves her down the stairs and kills her yep and says restaurants aren't open on mondays yeah yeah, yeah dumbass or something <laughs> yeah. like that she calls her a mean name she does uh and this and like this is the point where the the three women and also it's interesting to watch that relationship kind of start to fall apart Yes. Uh, yeah. Where Tiffany Haddish is definitely taking a, it's just business, and I am refusing to let any of this go. Like I, you know, set all this up, and I'm not letting this go. I'm not going back to where I was. Uh, so everybody's dead at this point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And it turns out, so Jimmy, who's Melissa McCarthy's husband, kind of starts to waver. I guess like this entire time he's kind of understood what the what the deal was, but now like he hasn't. He, he, he feels I think like he makes a very valid point here where he says you didn't create a role for us. Like, I agree. Like he's like it's not even that you run it; it's that like you just expected us to just sit around and do nothing. The now. problem is he doesn't say that till he's in the room. That's right. also true. Yes. <laughs> like he could have had that discussion before that yes. critical moment. <laughs> that is not untrue. Yeah, you are. You are correct. Yeah. I was like, there is a way time, too late, buddy. Yeah, there's a time and a place for that conversation. And that and was not you it. Turn on your wife would have been the appropriate right, right. moment and right. risk the lives of your children. Yeah, exactly. that was effed up. Yeah. So this is where we get the this is the reveal that Tiffany Haddish planned this entire thing. She's been legitimately in bed yes. with Common this whole time. They set up the husbands, they set up everything. She played Melissa McCarthy's uh strings to make her, you know, get to get this ball rolling. And now here we are. Uh 
we find oh the the other the and like she's been plotting this for years like, right like her being in a relationship with kevin was the reason was that was the, the re- whole yeah. reason which you know going back to the point where you were like about outsiders not coming in i mean yeah. they kind of made this, their own point there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is why you don't bring them in yeah. so racists yeah. aren't always wrong <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> that's not what i'm saying I'm sometimes just saying, racism works if you're gonna be a mobster you protect your little inner circle is what i was saying <laughs> that is correct <laughs> do not twist my words <laughs> uh yeah so this the the whole thing like and tiffany haddish basically pushes melissa mccarthy out at this point uh they want to bring in uptown which i assume is harlem yes yes okay yes yeah. uh they want to you know do all this and this why is, do you assume it's harlem joe because I, <laughs> isn't that above yeah I mean, it okay is. yeah he was all trying right. to he was trying to trying do the to racist me. Trick yeah. 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 yeah i was just trying to think <laughs> geographically what would be uptown yeah uh where so they're, they're trying to bring and this is like tiffany haddish goes full tiffany haddish at this point like she is talking different like she's using different slang and she's she's gone full tiffany haddish uh and melissa mccarthy doesn't really know what to do like she is kind of lost at this point she feels uh oh duh colin freaking kills elizabeth moss yeah which was a great scene by the way there was an audible gasp like in the theater behind me when she gets shot. So yeah, like there are some really good scenes yeah, in this movie. Yeah, there are. Well, and I love how she pulled the gun before her boyfriend. I do like, like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, that, like that whole scene was just great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like where he's like, "Did you get him first? And she was like, "I did." He's like, "All right, yeah, very good." And then yeah, I was like, "It's like for him being kind of a, a sociopath, right?" He's he was, also adorable. He was also like, he wasn't threatened by. It. He's like, "Right on, yeah. good for good you." Good for you. Me of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, without the killing. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody knows I'm not tough enough. But so yeah, so Colin, the basically is the the hit is out there. Uh, and the Italians are taking care of it for the most part. Uh, but Colin is the the one that Melissa McCarthy says, let him go, uh, shows up at their at, at Elizabeth Moss apartment and pulls a gun. And we do think that she got him first. Uh, but yeah. it turns out she didn't actually kill him and she gets shot uh, and dies. And this is like he was only mostly dead, mostly dead, kind of sort of dead. Uh, and this is the turn. Like this is where Gabriel turns on Elizabeth Moss and uh, no, I'm sorry. Gabriel turns on. Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish kind of turns on her too. Uh, so Melissa McCarthy goes to, goes to pick up the kids at school one day, and the kids aren't there. And then she freaks out. And then she gets a phone call from the Italian mob boss, and he's like, "You should come here. Like, you need to come see me right he's now." He's like, "I have your kids, right?" And they're safe. They're and they're safe. like the way he says it, it's kind of like, "You're you're okay. Like, yeah. I've got them. They're safe. It's fine." So she walks in because also everything I've read about the Italian mob is they they. Th- th- as they much don't, as they, they want to keep you in line, they won't mess with your kids. They're not going to go kill a seven and ten year old. No. Like that's just yeah. no. Well, <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> uh, so she walks in, and actually, it's funny. Like this gal who plays the Italian mob boss' wife, I'm pretty sure was a detective on Law and Order. <laughs> she definitely point. looked familiar. Yeah, I think she was on what? I think she was on Criminal Intent. Guy, I never po- watched that one. That's know. the best one. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio, so good. It was great. Uh, so they, he kind of like, she walks in the room and there's Jimmy. And I do like where even that, like there's, there's a code of conduct where the mob boss is like, look, dude, she, he came to me and wanted me to kill you. So you decide what you want to do. Right. And she was like, and she's struggling with it. She's like, I don't know what to do. I don't blah, blah, blah. And he was like, in this business, you're going to have to make hard decisions. This guy brought your kids to a mob meeting. Right. Yeah, which cuz you don't really understand at that point, but basically she realizes she realizes that he took the kids there as like protection that he was gambling that because he brought the children, right. he the the mob boss would what, not kill him. Right. Right. So and he so used that's them a pretty as big, excuse me, a pretty big gamble to take with your children. Yeah, he used them as human shields. Exactly. Yeah. And that she was like, "You know what?" this <laughs> and uh she walks out of the room and all of a sudden you hear f- f- like two silenced gunshots yeah and i was like well that's the end of jimmy that's yeah. the end of that so we get to the funeral of jimmy and they kind of sit down and the dad is like look i i know i said some things uh but you're you did the right i we know everybody knows what you did but you did the right thing like when it comes to your kids and your family you do what's right and you did the right thing uh, and you kind of like they have this moment of like they found their middle ground and they were just OK with each other. 
like that relationship probably isn't going to be the best from going forward. Yeah. But they found this middle ground and they agreed that this was the best option after Jimmy took the kids to a mob meeting. To, to yeah, take but she care also says that she didn't do it for herself. She's or she didn't do it for the kids. She did it for her because right. she wasn't going back. So I thought that was an interesting parent child relationship moment there because yeah they did find a middle ground but she also corrected him and was like that's not why i did this sure sure that's totally legit i thought that was an interesting point yeah so tiffany haddish and melissa mccarthy kind of see each other outside of the funeral they like we need to have a talk uh let's go down to the what like the bakery shop or whatever somebody wasn't paying yeah and I, I do like where, where she's getting ready. And I was like, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> so she walks in and here they're in the back office. We see Tiffany Haddish. And then here comes uh, Gabriel as well. And I was like, God dang it. Like this is going to be one of those Mexican standoffs where everybody dies. Mexican standoff with the Irish. With the, Irish with the Irish. Yeah. yeah. And the Italians. Yeah. Oh, that actress was on Criminal Intent. Yeah. <laughs> she played Detective Caroline Barrick. Sure. Okay. So I think she was Chris Noth's partner. Because, you know, Chris Noth couldn't get away from Law and Order to save his life. Yes. I guess to do Sex in the City. But yeah, that was he did that. Yeah. But uh, she was also, uh, um, she was in Luke Cage and Daredevil, Rosalie Carbone. So another Italian. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. oh, if we're just going to go straight down that route. <laughs> I, knew a, I knew a guy in high school, his last name was Carbone. Which <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. She also played Gloria Trillo on The Sopranos. All she right. Was, okay. She oh. was the Mercedes salesman yes. that he has the as- affair with. Yes, that's yes. right. Okay. So uh, she seems to have a little. She's the, she's the character actress version of Marissa Tomei. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, she, they show up. Tiffany Haddish and Gabriel walk out. And as soon as they walk out, they realize, oh, the entire Irish mob is behind her. Uh, well, I guess not the mob, but the, the, com- the community, the, the community, yeah, yeah, the, the neighborhood, right? So they have a talking, and they decide, like, look, you get, I'll, t- you take Harlem, I'll take uh, Hell's Kitchen, and then together we'll go and deal with Brooklyn and deal with whatever. Yeah, and then they kind of come to agreement, and then that's kind of how it ends. Is they they walk out yeah. of the. Did we ever really spell out that like Tiffany Haddish had also orchestrated the FBI? Could she sleeping with yes. the guy, and that they deliberately took a dive? I know we talked about yes. it at the very. Oh beginning, sure, sure, sure. But like the FBI guy deliberately, they common, legitimately took a so dive. so their husbands could go to jail. Right, yeah. like she orchestrated things, and his partner he kills his partner. Yeah, he like, yeah. he does shoot his own part, which was another scene where I was like, oh, like the guys yeah. call it was it was kind of Tarantino esque. Yeah, because yes. it comes out of nowhere. It, it did. Yeah. Like he's on the phone calling in like a, a you know like a radio like a check, check and then all of a sudden his brains are also splattered across this whole thing. And I was like, oh, sh-. and then you see a car drive away in the background. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he common sets this whole thing. She's up. like basically Kaiser Soze. Basically, yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how it ends. So it was fine. You know, I felt like, like it would have like there's so much story packed into this hour yeah, and forty three minutes. Positive, it was six issues. Nothing has time to kind of I don't know percolate or it, it yeah. expand or like I feel like this was like a season of television compressed into an hour and forty minutes. An hour and forty three minutes. Yeah. And I agree with that. But from a movie going standpoint, I would also say it kept you entertained and it was very quick paced so like it was also an enjoyable just watch without having to think too hard movie just just a general i totally agree you know Uh, it it was it it didn't rewrite history it was a solid hour and 40 minutes it didn't drag yeah i think if you stumbled across this on you know tnt two years from now yeah i was like okay whatever you'd be like oh oh how about that yeah i would call it a solid rental yeah (laughs) i don't I'm looking at this thing. She there was no black character. She wasn't black. Nope. Interesting. It's an eight issue. It's an eight issue run. Okay. I'm looking at the main cover. I wonder if they like rewrote it specifically for. Tim I'm Hattish. trying to remember if there was a there was an issue of that character and like her being an outsider. Right. But I'm looking at the cover of this book and they nope. Hmm. Tiffany Haddish at this point in Hollywood is kind of one of the hot things. So getting her into this movie definitely helps. Yeah, I think the story works better. I would agree with that element. Yeah, like that that story element, right? Not like that. No, I get yeah. it. <laughs> I knew what you were. Yeah. Now who's the racist? I know, right? <laughs> but uh, but I I I liked that angle. I didn't really care for Tiffany Haddish in this movie all that much. I like her. Yeah, but I I just I felt like her acting chops weren't quite there. 
She I did also, okay. I also felt like Melissa well, she, McCarthy had trouble holding her accent. She did, but she did better being a serious actor than I ever thought she could pull off. Yeah. She had little moments of levity, but I think overall she did not do like the dopey no, yes. I mean, pratfall and, bull. And people also, I mean, she didn't, she she fell, she fell in, into I know, but even, yeah. even when she was like on Gilmore Girls, that was her whole thing was like she was always dropping stuff and out of oh, control. Really? Yeah, like right. that's that's why it was just like that's all I could see her as because that was my I used to watch Gilmore Girls. That was my first interaction with Melissa McCarthy. Jared, so Jared Padalecki was on that show. I don't even know who that is. But he was well, he, I think he was Rory's boyfriend. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, And then uh, but I have to say Elizabeth Moss was by far the best. Yes. And like the way her line readings. <laughs> she's really good yeah she is. like I love her. there are so many things that she brings to this movie that uh-huh. that aren't on the page that's just in how she reads the line like when they're going to meet the mob boss and she's like what do you wear something like that do you get dressed up you get dressed up like you could have read that line a million ways and like somehow she inserts her own bloodlust yeah. into this line about about she's just like this is awesome. <laughs> yes. We're getting to go meet with the mob boss. Right, like, right, she's right. like, I can't wait. This is so much fun. <laughs> yeah. And, it's, and I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, I love She's a fantastic actress. Yeah. She she's, she's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think, you know, catch it on Netflix. Yeah. 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 So there you go. There, there is that one. I guess uh, let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoyButts, B-U-T-T-S, 21. Uh, Facebook, uh, Crystal D. O'Keefe. Wait, I always say that wrong. Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. <laughs> You're not going to do the rest. What? Or on Twitter and Instagram. Or Twitter or the and bike. Instagram. The bike or the tread at Clip Out Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Uh, while you're there, you could join the League of Show Sharers uh, and just uh, join the conversation throughout the week. We would love to hear from we you. We would. That's very true. So uh, that's it for this one. Coming up next time, we will tackle uh, what uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Irene isn't a tax consultant. A stove is a stove. No matter where you go. A patty is a patty. That's what I say. A grill 